at the beginning my life was a mess i mean a huge numbingly zombing through my existence kind of mess then it clicked my life is a mess because my relationships are a mess in failing to patiently take care of my relationship with my loved ones i was robbing myself of the most important emotion wholesome love Subira, meaning patience in Kiswahili, is a conversational podcast dedicated to learning how to love, and as we all know, love is patient. Breaking the narrative that toxic is no more, and slowly but surely moving to healthier relationships. Hashtag made in Kenya. P.S. My life is still a mess, <laughs> but just like a body ache, at least I can now pick up on my pain points a bit better. Do you relate? I'm sure you can. We all can. Then let us take this journey together, confidently, hand in hand. Karibu sana. You are listening to Subira with me, Christine Othaya, episode 1, season 2. Over the years in my relationships with my loved ones, I have been told things like, "Ay, Christine, you're aggressive." Ama you are you can be closed minded. Ama you can be controlling sometimes. Ama my mom's favorite. Ukifurahi unakuanga mzuri sana. Lakini ukikasirika wewe ni mbaya. Right? So in trying to better my relationships, I of course took into consideration those statements that I was being told um of how they thought of me and in my introspection i realized that i acquired those habits in my upbringing in my younger formative years so that is of course my bringing with my parents and of course school that the between the years of i think 6 to 13 14 6 to 13 which is primary school in kenya because um if you can relate um with the kenyan school system at least i'm 25 right now am i yes this is my birthday month so i am 25 <laughs> um we did 844 what wait for form na kumbuka because naitwa primary school as opposed to now time ya cbc things are a bit different but those are the formative years so upbringing at that time in my life was my parents and primary school so my parents the teachers and my fellow pupils and that is how i i was pinpointing each um behavior I was being told that I had to those times in my life in reading this particular book the one that I read only <laughs> because I don't like reading that kawanka book that I like by Dr Alexandra H Solomon loving bravely she says in the first chapter that we are products of our pasts so it does not matter how uncomfortable uh and traumatic they were right at we think that because we choose to not think about them they do not dictate our present she so articulately states that our pasts shape the lens through which we experience the present she also adds that our childhood environments are our first relationship curriculum and that we have our attachment styles formed before our second birthdays as in <laughs> can you imagine that by the time you were two you already had your attachment styles um ish as in you that, oh two years old so young so young and we already have like a nice foundation of how we are going to be interacting with the world simply because of our upbringing oh she also 
puts in like a very hey, a very fantastic quote in uh, she attended a particular workshop by a doctor known as Dr. Terence Real who said that family dysfunction is like fire in the woods that rolls generation to generation taking everything in its path until one person has the courage to face the flames bringing peace to their ancestors and sparing those who will follow and linking that to that quote and the words that she was using in her book before she gives the story of Lena Heavyweight fast short interlude catch me every monday on subira on spotify castbox google podcasts or apple podcasts trust me this will be fun Uh okay maybe not fun fun but like uncomfortable fun you get it you get it right <laughs> let's get back to the episode back to the story of Lena Lena was a student of Dr Alexandra in her marriage one one class that she offers as a psychologist and she was saying uh, of course with the permission of Lena in her book that she came Lena came from a family a dysfunctional family that was surrounding patterns of addiction infidelity and domestic violence and she was asking Dr Alexandra does this then mean that my future relationships are at risk because i had such a bad childhood and Dr Alexandra said yes and no Yes because if you leave it if if you decide to forget about your past and think that they will not act out in your present you will be lying to yourself right and no because if you decide to look into your past you can at least take charge of the behaviors that unakwanga nazo right adding that in general lena is at risk of choosing people who practice those forms of dysfunction now the addiction infidelity and domestic violence or even start practicing those forms of dysfunction herself either way both fan the flame right nikama both are like their own kinds of kerosene to the flame and In addition to this particular resource by Dr. Alexandra the book now we now come to my woman crush the EQ coach Mocha Mlingo I found out that she had a podcast I was so happy Jesus Woo! <laughs> it's known as EQ at work and in this particular episode that are in her podcast episode 5 and learning to learn she states that our brains are wired to use the path that they know the best and she was wonderfully stating an example of how just like in a forest when you're in a forest there is the well-worn path and chances are that is the path you are going to use our brains are the same preferring to pick the path most traveled so can you link the stories of lena and the statement of of um, mucha mlingo in her podcast our brains prefer the path the path that is most traveled 
so in her podcast she was giving the following pointers um in 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 how to uh what how to manage work through the emotions that come based off of the things that you are used to or your brain is used to based off of your upbringing and childhood she gave the following pointers pointer number one emotions are data and data is there to be learned not to be judged therefore that data cannot be good or bad and also your emotions can neither be good or bad they are neutral so you feel angry don't judge yourself you feel jealous don't judge yourself you're sad don't judge yourself ask yourself why do i feel what i am feeling look look at it as data because when you look at your emotions as data as data you are more inclined to be curious about them then asking yourself the questions za why am i feeling abc pointer number 2 we have the power to choose how to respond our emotions do not have to hold us hostage most people fall prey to thinking myself included that there is only ever one way to react i am angry so i will shout i am angry so i will walk away i am jealous so i will be mean right and what mocha is saying is that that is not the most constructive way of looking at our emotions or handling our emotions because there are many ways to respond to our emotions very many ways if you just keep quiet and think you'll realize that one you can be angry but after you're angry you'll see that okay I can scream at them or I can walk away but I can also say something like okay xyz let's say I'm talking to like my sister Sherry I'm like okay Sherry you've made me mad I can't continue talking because neza sema kitu ambayo haitakuwa appropriate right let's talk about this in an hour or let me call about you let me call you later and we can talk about it we can choose how to respond and contrary to social uh, beliefs right um of I'm a christian I'm a catholic and the bible even even the bible states and she so wonderfully states it in her podcast uh Mlingo, that even the bible tells us we can be angry but we cannot act out in anger that is the difference So let no one tell you that you can never be angry because that is a lie. I think that particular verse that you're talking about was it in Psalms or Proverbs? I'm not sure. I don't I don't want to like misquote anything. But it was saying something along the lines of be angry but do not act out in anger. I'm just paraphrasing because I don't I cram that particular verse. So you have the power to choose how to respond. Pointer number three. Our why is always bigger than our how when we understand our purpose in our in an interaction. Our why is always bigger than our how when we understand our purpose in an interaction. What does this mean? When we understand our purpose in an interaction, being, for example, that I am angry with my sister, 
I know that if I'm angry with her and shout at her or walk away, I'm creating a dent in our relationship. So my purpose in this interaction is I know at the back of my mind, I want our relationship to be great. I want this to work. That is my purpose in that interaction. That is my why. And when your why is strong enough, you will find out how to, you will find out the how part. So you will find out how, I'll find out how to be angry. I'll be able to manage and find a way to being angry as I know my why is based off of the fact that I need our relationship to work, right? So with all three pointers, let me give an example. I am, um, I am, what? I am... I am I like using the one the, the the one with anger because anger anger is a very uh big feeling that everyone can relate to. Anger can make you do really really bad things if unchecked. So let's say I am angry at my partner for something he said or something he did. I understand that emotions are data. My anger is data and that particular information data picks my curiosity for me to ask myself why am I angry? Okay, I am angry because Willie did A did B. I am also angry because I have experienced this in the past and it worked out like this which is making me even angrier right? Curiosity curiosity. And then we go to pointer number two I am angry at Willie, but I have the power to choose how to respond, even in my anger. Will I shout at him? No. Will I walk away? No. I can postpone this conversation to like an hour after I've come down, right? Or we can continue talking, right? But chances are when you're angry, um, most people like just chilling, walking away a few minutes, and then they come back. So chances are I would have taken that path myself. And then the third pointer, my why in this interaction, I want my relationship with with Willie to work. I need my relationship with my partner to work because I love him, right? That is my why. And if you combine all of those together, unwana venyanitajitoko Ngori ya anger ni mejitoa. You, you get what I'm saying? Right? Guys, please take her emotional intelligence classes. Please, please take them. They will change your life. Mine changed. Yours, I assure you, yours will change. Hey, gosh. Fantastic woman. Her classes are around $15. So if you can't afford them, perfectly okay. Listen to her podcast if you can't afford the classes as of now. Ikiwa uh, work by Mucha Mlingo. But if you can afford to buy makeup, if you can afford to buy booze, if you can afford to eat out at those ma eateries that are there anywhere, really, you can afford $15. Don't lie to yourself. You can afford those $15. Just go and search for her on Instagram, Mucha Mlingo, or LinkedIn, Mucha Mlingo, and you will see where you can get her course from. All the resources in this episode are in the description box. So the book Loving Bravely by Dr. Alexandra H. Solomon, you can find it there. I will have it in a link. Hopefully it will be clickable. And Iki Watwak by Mucha Mlingo, episode 5, A Learning to Learn. 
In conclusion, I know we can all acknowledge the fact that confronting our paths can be really painful and really torturing and fearful. But by diving into them, exploring them, we make sure that they are not in the driver's seat of our lives. And at least we are, the word is intentional. Whew. We are intentional about making sure that my, 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 my past does not reflect my present. So you get it, right? Let us confront our pasts, no matter how painful they are. I know you can do it. Small, small, step by step. Hakuna haraka. Of course, you know, I wouldn't forget my journaling segment, right? So the journaling prompt for today is about self-reflection, um, introspection. And the question I have in front of me is, what am I currently learning? What am I unlearning? To answer that, what am I currently unlearning? I am unlearning, I am trying to unlearn religion and learning spirituality. Because as I stated in the podcast, I am a Catholic and I have been brought up in a family that goes for mass, says the rosary, goes for all four of those masses the Lent, all four, the Good Friday, is it Good Friday? No, 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 say Good Friday. The Good Friday, the Easter weekend, the long Friday, I don't even know them. Like, that is how bad it is. <laughs> um, that, that, that long weekend that everyone is really looking forward for. Now, when people are drinking and partying, that is the kind of family I've grown up in. And I'm not even complaining at now what my parents have done a wrong thing. I love them for that. In terms of like upbringing so and they did the best that they could and i appreciate it but i realized that even in my relationship my close-mindedness to religion and spirituality led me to believe that there was only one way to do things and now i know there is not so i have taken a step back from Maybe not praying the rosary because that is something I really believe in. But going for mass, certainly I've stopped, but I've stopped doing it as often as my parents do because I realized I was just doing it because my parents are doing it and we're in the same house, right? So, of course, it's just easier. So now I like doing my own thing, having my own moments with connecting with God that have nothing to do with my parents. That is what I am learning and unlearning. I am unlearning religion and learning spirituality. Um, excuse me. Have you enjoyed this episode as much as I have? Eish! Thank you for joining me today and taking yet another bold step in love. You want to talk to me? Sure, of course. You can find me on Instagram, my Instagram handle being at Subira underscore the podcast and follow me on there, by the way, Tafadali. Also, also, you can send me an email at Subira with Christine Othaya at gmail.com. Until next time, kwaheri.